at the Wisconsin Cross Country Coaches Clinic with Rainy and CJ. Part two of hopefully multiple parts. Mid future, we'll get to part three, four, and etc. Oh God! But part two, kind of uh, recapping the NXN experience for both you guys and for your teams. Uh, give us the lowdown how that went. Unique. Uh, the analogy I've given so far with everyone I've talked about is sometimes you go on a vacation, maybe you go to Disney or maybe you go to go to a clinic or whatever, and you ask people how it was, and they always say, oh, my God, it was amazing, it was incredible, and you get this idea in your head of what it is, and it reality never lives up to the idea. Yeah, exactly. This takes the idea and blows it out of the water. It really? was unbelievable. It was, it, they met every expectation, blew every expectation out of the water, just from, from the, from the detail of the course to just how they made these kids feel like the most important people in the world. Which for, for us, I think as coaches, um, you know, people who have a really pretty big relationship with these kids, to have an outside entity come in and do what he and I try every day to do and succeed so well at it. <laughs> Uh, and just to see the looks on their faces was priceless uh, for us. Yeah, my favorite moment was uh, Brittany Helm, uh, after the race, uh, commented, like, I'm one of the top 100 runners in the country. <laughs> and I'm like, that's exactly how you guys should be feeling right now because it was just exciting to just, uh, just to, to see uh, how they soaked it in. Because um, the, the noise, uh, I am a overly obsessive nut job, and I, I like uh, the, the, the focus to be on the, what did we prepare for? What are we here for? Like, what are we trying to do? And try to block some of that extra noise out. But this was one where the noise was part of the experience, and it made the experience better. It made the race better. Uh, what was amazing is sometimes uh, Rich said it best to the girls leading up to it, like when they would come talk to us about it. He was just like, there's going to be groups of people there um, you say it best, go ahead. Like you were talking about like the you know, like Olympic experience for your sister, how there was like, there's people that are like, they're going to hold it together and everybody else is going to be like, woo, you're just completely lose focus. Yeah, it's, so I have a little bit of a background with dealing with Olympians. Um, not me, I guess I should say, but I have a, I have a sister who was fortunate enough to compete in a couple of Olympics. Uh, and she would always say, like, there's always a couple of different groups of people, and, and it's the people at the Olympics who just go hog wild. It is, I mean, the Olympics uh, is, is one of the biggest parties in the world, particularly for the athletes, because they spend their whole lives getting ready for this. And then there are some that are, are shut-ins, and they don't do anything. Um, and they just never have, and you want to try and find that healthy balance. Right. And you want to take a minute and breathe and enjoy it and look around for a second and be like, wow, we did this. Uh, that was the message I was really trying to send to the kids. So you got you to gotta learn to kind of manage those ebbs and flows. And they found a nice middle ground with, uh, again, the event is nuts. And uh, it's an experience. Um, and there's a lot of distraction. And our girls definitely kind of life of the party at a little bit. They were they were definitely known. Uh, they are, our girls are not bashful or shy. They're confident. And they don't they don't walk around like they're scared. Uh, but r race day morning, uh, I remember I was thinking like, uh, is this is this is this going to be something? They just walk in. They look tired. They looked overwhelmed. Yeah, they might have stayed up a little too late uh, a couple of nights, but they definitely rolled in on race day. They got off the bus. And I, I was standing next to Rich, and because you know we gotta 
who's got to be, be fans at this event. And so we see them get off the bus and I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, they look right. Like they just had that little like swagger. Like they were definitely dialed in and they, they were definitely kind of ready to go. And you can see like the targeting systems for the rest yes. of the kids were, yes. were starting to fire up. And I was like, all right, let's go. And, and, <laughs> and Brittany has things she likes to say, like, uh, we're going to beat some, you know, I, I really can't finish her expression. No, this is a podcast. It's fine. It rhymes with stitches. Uh, and, and she just had that, that look and just kind of set that tone um as they walked in they they had a uh, definitely a swagger of we belong here not like we're happy to be here and that was that was cool to see um so it was a good lesson for me too and let the noise be a part of it because i'm not a noise person um i like i'm not really into the entertainment value um it's really cool that you know extra stuff was going on but it made it better for them uh, which inherently made it better for all of us and so i don't want to sound like a walking commercial for the event but it's hard not to was, that was immaculate. It was the most well-organized event of a cross-country carnival um, I have ever been to. My favorite, one of my favorite things about the whole event was uh, on Friday morning they bring the whole kids onto onto the course to do the walkthrough, and they met everyone in this like large storage area. It's probably where they keep the golf course, you know, the tractors and all that. Stuff. This thing was huge. They lined it with very nice carpet. Uh, and then they had like they had like like trade show stalls with you know as an individual Big curtained off areas curtained off areas for each team and then they met in the center where they had this huge um, huge map and the really nice person from Nike gets up and goes okay guys before we get to the course walkthrough we have a, we have a bit of scolding found out last night that a couple of you went that's to right Target across the street they're like we need to remind you. When you are here, you can be at three places. Nike World HQ, the course, or the hotel. If you need to go to Target, you call us. We send someone to Target. <laughs> and then they followed it up, and some of you made some paper airplanes and threw them off your balcony. And like, I'm like, okay, they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I'm thinking to myself, man. He's going to send someone to Target. You What's your guy. job? I'm Target guy. <laughs> The, the balance between best runners uh, in, in the high schoolers in the country and still teenagers, and then Nike being firmly aware we got to be careful about that because yes. like oh we want this to continue and I, I just I appreciated their their awareness of that layer of yeah they're the best runners in the country but they're also teenagers very well like supervised organized chaperoned whatever you want to call it uh, our moms that were our you know kind of they were there to. I coached the girls and worked you know, work with the girls. They said everything was just immaculate for them. Uh, that was really cool. That was one of my, like, the things I was interested about most was, we talked earlier off the air about how at sectionals you had six girls in a line, right? I'm like, all right, we're just going to walk in and take care of this race, nothing to worry about. And then you go from that, where you're one through six, all in a pack, to being thrown into the best meet in the country. And, like, how are the girls going to respond to not being up front, not having that? But it seems like... Well, NXR helped, because uh, when they previous year went to NXR, I mean, the Wyzettas and the Stillwaters and the Adinas, and, I mean, just on and on and on and on and on. Uh, St. Marco yeah. Albertville. Um, and just, uh, Lakeville South, like, all of them, like... Um, they were definitely not the big kids on the block when they went to that. And that first experience at NXR at the Heartland Regional uh, was an eye-opener for them. And they were definitely a little wide-eyed, a little, little intimidated. Um, and then they rolled in the next year going, no, we, we know what we're doing. Uh, they, they were loose. And, and then because of that, when they went to, to nationals, they, they definitely had a swagger. We belong here. We know it's our first time here. 
and they knew, like, yeah, we're going to get a little separated. It's going to be harder to stay together. And that's something that they know as a program. They, they have to keep working on. Like, how do you deal with that? And some of our girls have, you know, college running hopes. And they know that's something they're going to have to confront. Um, that, that's you're not just going to be like, hey, look, I can run six wide and talk about the leaves that are out on the course today because we know Definitely we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that also. You can tell that it's fall because of the way that the leaves are. <laughs> oh, Felton. But for us, though, we, we don't ever talk about when we talk about the work and we talk about, you know, it's the work that got us here. It's, it's not that anything. I mean, we, we have some a great group of kids and we're talented. But first and foremost, these kids genuinely love to be there. They genuinely love to compete. And, and they genuinely love the process of getting better. And I think for us, you know, tomorrow we're on the coaches panel and, you know, they, one of their kind of flippantly asked questions is, what's the secret sauce? And that's the secret sauce yeah. is that they genuinely love what they're doing and they genuinely love being around it. Um, they're, not, they're not on cross country because they're good at cross country. They're on, they're on cross country because they genuinely love it. And it was cool to build on that. They like... So there's all these elite athletes at this event. You know, Courtney Freerich is like doing their hair, and like, um, yeah, like, and like uh, Sinclair Johnson's up there, and uh, just it's just um, Emily Infeld's up there talking to him and being open about like how they're quirky and dorky and like hanging out with the kids and going for runs with the kids, um, and our girls knew who they were, uh, and they knew why like. I might have like uh, made a decision to express my displeasure with a certain Nike building named after a coach that uh, should probably get renamed. Uh, they knew like, yeah, we don't like him either. And I'm like, this is, this is good stuff. Like, the, the, these are these are dorks of the sport here. Like, they knew why we didn't like smile and wave at the at the at the L building, and uh, just to see them engaged in something more than the high school level, more than the local Milwaukee and Wisconsin area, and even Heartland area, like to that next level. I remember sitting next to to Michaela. Uh, one point we were just hanging out, and she's like, "Coach, I got to meet this person, this person, and I know this person was was in the Olympics. This person, I looked her up. She won a world champ. I'm like, oh, this is great. You guys are getting dorky, like, uh, and you're embracing, More, like, right? yeah, like, awesome. it's like but so. She's the same one that at the end of the state meet is, you know, ridges is really tough course. She crosses the finish line and goes, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, one of her, one of her teammates responded with, no, it isn't uh, but so there's let's not just mis, mis, mis portray everybody but we've we've got a good balance of kids that love the process and kids that love to race yeah and they they kind of hold each other honest in their different ways like our, our girls that love the grind and they kind of get a little freaked out by race day well they get loosened up by the girls that are like oh i hate doing this long run in the cold but then it's race day and they're like let's go you know they're jumping up and down literally jumping up and down and dancing at the start line at the state meet screaming puppies um also happened. yes uh and that, that that extreme polarization is so necessary for them uh because they do it themselves like it's so nice to have that because they're not you know <laughs> automated robots uh, they are they are kids and they are various and that's awesome. They've learned to love the differences. That wasn't always the way, because <laughs> I mean a lot of them are kind of in the same grade. Uh, they've been coming up together with this, and that's been cool to watch them change you know, their perspective of one another. And this event definitely helped that. Yeah, big takeaways. Anything that sort of was different than you expected, or things that are going to shape, you know, hopefully if there's potential. Oh, I love the back. I love the layout of the course. Um, I mean, the mud was excessive. It was just a lot of rain. But if they had run it on Friday as opposed to Saturday, it would have been a totally different ball game. It was it, the I, course was perfectly challenging, dead accurate, uh, 
had some fast spots, had some slower spots. Yeah. It was it was an incredibly well drawn out course. It just happened to get like an interrain in twelve hours. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it might have been even more than that. It, it might have been more. It was like seventeen straight hours of rain. I'm Yay, West sure. Coast. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure for all of those seventeen hours that it was raining, I was like, I would go around our Airbnb being like, it's not gonna rain. <laughs> oh yeah. This guy all weekend. All weekend. <laughs> CJ would be outside being like, being like. Dude, it's raining it's right now. It's currently raining. Fake news. So we, <laughs> we, we walk out like we walk out of our Airbnb house we rented, and because it's just us and the and just some friends just hanging out at the house, and like we walk out, it's like pouring, and we're just like, it's not gonna rain. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I like I brought my raincoat. It's not gonna rain. <laughs> this is not the sprinkler system of the house we're renting, man. Like this is rain. So then, <laughs> my uh, my twin sister who lives in lives in Salt Lake, uh, flew flew to Oregon to come check it out, which was. Pretty That's awesome. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. The first time she walks up, she's like, hey, dude, got your rain suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, we called to Portland, and he doesn't even bring, like, real rain clothes. I'm like, I, I know I believe in confidence, but... <laughs> like, no, I brought my, hey, I brought my raincoat. A Greek tragic and I, hero. Hubris is a thing. And I thought if I brought my raincoat, it won't rain. It won't rain. <laughs> That's science. not science. Yeah. That's, science. That's no. totally science. You'd be the worst camping buddy. No, you bring extra, then it doesn't rain. You're the worst camping buddy. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 you. Okay. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, otherwise, just the uh, the nature of the race certainly dictates some, some various racing strategies that are necessary to adapt to um, that our girls just love to think about after the race. They're like... I think we gotta work on like kind of getting established. A little. I'm like, yeah, you do. I'm like, yeah, at that level, like you gotta you gotta understand like positioning a little better. Time is irrelevant. Pacing is even irrelevant. It's about managing the efforts, managing like the noise and the competition, and not worrying like, oh my gosh, I should be with my teammate, and there's like 50 people between us, but it's only a second and a half. Like you're okay. Understand that idea of like, if you're in a group, work to the front of the group, and then if you can make it to that next group. Only go there if you could actually move up into the group. Otherwise, you know, don't waste the energy. Well, just the recognition that 100th place and 30th place is literally a very short, minimal distance. And it's okay. Um, But also recognizing there's not a whole lot of shuffling around on a muddy day particularly. Um, Because it was was an absolute soup. Um, and they, they managed it, like everything, like um, getting out hard and establishing themselves and like, because we had a chance afterwards to look at the race splits and everything. And I'm like, good. Well, they, they did everything as best as they could. And they even walked off the course, because yeah, that's the best we could do. And I'm like, thank goodness. Yeah, um, walked they off, felt good. Feeling happy, yeah. feeling good. Yeah, yeah. just loving, like they were jumping up and down in the mud afterwards, we which was funny. up and down in muddy puddles. Yeah, they were singing the song. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. not going to sing that on the podcast right now, but uh, you might afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to have that thing rolling. <laughs> but no, to recognize because we like I know uh, Brittany's our only senior in the group, and she definitely wants to keep running in college. And recognizing this is a great experience for her to have such a, a large mob of people in front to compete with. Um, obviously, Spurka wants to keep running when she graduates, and so do many other felt and many others. They want to keep running, and to know like these experiences just. Put them in the bag, you know, carry them with you now. Um, and they walked away from that. And we've had a chance to talk to them since. And they just love talking about remembering the experience. And, want, of course, they're like, we want to go back. I'm like, well, that's... that's yeah, me too. You, yeah. And I, I love... And, like, you you could. I mean, we're not going to talk about should, but you could. Um, and it's nothing wrong. It's ex- excellent to think that way. Um, and it's exciting to think that way, that they're not just like, okay, now we're done. Like, we just peaked in running. Um, they definitely haven't settled. They definitely look, look at this as now this is an attainable thing. This isn't a dream. 
this is an attainable goal. And we want to go back and we want to try and improve on our finish. You know, one of, you know, for me, uh, everything always kind of comes back to like the same philosophy I have had for many years. And it's just that process of continuing to get better. Oh, I thought it was the drink good bourbon one. Do that. Yeah. Once, not around the kids. But no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Progressively better bourbon throughout yeah. the year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Depending on how things go. Coaches, uh, coaches meetings are fine. But, but you know, we we say at every meet, you know, and, and even every practice, you know, you have an opportunity every day to get better or get worse. And they definitely took this as this experience um, and the lessons they learned to work to get better. Which for me, I. I that's the greatest takeaway I can have is that they, they don't feel like this is the, the pinnacle of their running career. This is just a stepping stone. They can learn from this and, and grow from this and, and hopefully be better because of it. Because when you do accomplish and get to something like this, there is there is pressure and now expectation. Yeah. And, and how you deal with that moving forward is sometimes even harder than getting there. Yeah. And without even being subtle about it, like, you know, Kate Sperga, I mean, she's just an incredible runner, just a elite level runner. And every time she gets the experience with these kids that, whether it be with our Wisconsin competition, she gets to race with, you know, Malachek and, uh, I mean, Cora, just an incredible runner. Um, and just a hilarious kid. Our girls basically like adopted her as like a mosquito kid while they were out. And she had a great NXN, by the way. Oh my God. And and for Kate to continue to like, she talked to me afterwards. She's like, it's it's great to be up and facing it and to to embrace the the fear and the anxiety and and it's all real. Um, And to to know that's a place that she can go to work. Um, And she's starting to really, really like, like, it's just, it's just fun to hear her talk about it because these experiences, we can't, we can't visualize these for her. We can't talk to her. Like, he and I did not have those running experiences. I can't look at Cable like, you know, when I was an elite, you know, national class high school runner, like running 208. Um, Has she run faster than your high school PR yet? Um, Thomas, you're really nice. <laughs> she actually, four seconds off my high school 5K PR. Uh, she has beaten my high school 5K PR yeah. by a good 35 seconds. <laughs> uh, and she did bring that up because she knew. She's like, Coach, wasn't your high school PR? And didn't I? Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm and I just like, I'm super proud of you. She goes, and she's looking at me and goes, goals. <laughs> like, and the guys that were around were like, because all the guys, as soon as they passed my high school PR, they're always like, all right, no, I'm varsity. Because they're like, oh, he was JV. And they just, they, they, I mean, yeah, Thomas, that's what's now become one of the, the stepping stones for them is to get under that. And, and Kate's just like, I guess me too. And I don't know, just the overall seeing like the times, they're fun, but the competition's more fun. The progression's the actual important piece and not, not the singularity of one day, one race, one kid who beat you or what that you beat. And they're just like, they, they're seeing such a bigger picture now. Uh, and that's hard because, I mean, they were really, really good at a young age and that can create a very different dichotomy uh, and paradigm inside of them. And they've instead responded to these experiences with, there's more. Uh, and they're a part of that and they're really excited about it. And that's, that's been the most fun. Like just add that and how goofy they were the next day when we ran into them at the airport as we're flying home oh, and we're, man. we're on our own flights yes. and they're doing their own thing. And like, they're on one of those little escalator on flat ground things that moves you. Yep. And they're all sitting down. They, they didn't sleep a wink. Uh, after the race, they just, they were like, we're going to have fun. Yeah. And Sperga just looks like this zombie, like using her, you know, way, way over the top bag as a pillow. 
and the Perfect. rest of them are all kind of like zoning <laughs> zoning out. And here comes Brit. six, yeah, six out of Flying seven. Flying by, like, oh, guys. <laughs> so I'm trying to take a picture of them as they're like on this little escalator thing, and they're all just dead. And as I take the picture, I'm like, what was that? And I look at the picture, there's this blur of Brit. And she's just like, I saw you taking a picture. I'm like, Brit, have you slept? No. <laughs> and I'm like, good like you haven't stopped having fun like that's that i was so happy to see that and they're all still smiling exhausted and then telling us like yeah there was a big party afterwards and a big dance with all the all the teams we were like the most fun team there <laughs> rich and i were like is that good and i was like no, i'm not surprised no neither was i also one of my favorite favorite moments i think you were with me when as we were walking out of the big thing after after everything was all said and done uh, a good friend of ours uh brought the girls because he lives out in oregon uh, a big box of Voodoo Donuts, which we were definitely the only team there that had a big box of Voodoo Donuts waiting for us. There were other teams that started bringing them in. I think they might have seen us. Because <laughs> then I know there's another one, there's yeah. another one. So one of our... Trendsetters. One of, one of our last kids... Take that, Faithful Manlius. Um, uh, Sarah Jockums <laughs> noticed that there were four different donuts oh, in great. the box. She's like, she looks at me. She looks She's at already me. had like two. She's already had like two of them. Yeah. She's like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Rainy, is anyone gonna eat those donuts? I was like, no, nah, man, do your thing. And she's like, is it, is it cool if I just take a bite from each? <laughs> and I was like, it definitely is. Yes, 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 it is. And then she looked at me. And I'm like, you're a national qualifier. You're allowed to take one yeah, bite of each. You can donut. do what you want. <laughs> I think the Voodoo Donut line does not exist for you. <laughs> that was yeah. yeah. That was goals. It was, As, uh, kids you know, it, it was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of speechless about the whole thing. It was, every time I think about it, I think about, you know, I just smile, and I think to myself, wow, how the hell did you do that? Uh, well, and just as a, as a, you know, a Wisconsin homer here, you know, biased to our area, to see the Point Boys, to see Cora, to see, you know, Bozzi last year, to see our girls, like, just exciting, like, to see the state now, like, consistently. I mean, obviously, what Brian's done in Middleton is just ridiculous. Um, the consistency of like, yeah, we're on that national stage now. Like, you know, we're not just dealing with Wisconsin winters and we're not just the, the programs of the 70s and 80s and all their success, which uh, just blazed the trail. Um, we are kind of up in the game. Um, and it's it's been awesome to see that uh, and to see Corey's performance was incredible. Uh, I, <laughs> before and after the race, she's just all like, this is going to be really fun. You think this is going to go well? I think it's going to go great. And then Kate's working. Yeah, I think it will. And I'm like, they're like sisters now. They're like... Peas and carrots, man. <laughs> and Because they know, like, you know, for their, their state hopes, like, you know, there's a lot of competition between the two of them. And to see them bond and become friends. And then Kate come up to us and be like, do you know Cora has, like, a, a she raises quails? And I'm like, I love that they're learning about each other, but quails? Quails? Sure. And then, yeah, just, and then afterwards talking with Shep, the Alaska coach, you know, being able to talk with him about it. And he's like, yeah, she's a lot. And I'm like, oh, high school girls are a lot. <laughs> like, and just to see like how much they are like bonding and, and wanting to push each other because knowing that the other one's out there like I mean, there's just no negatives to take from this trip. And it was just the you know I think speaking to the community aspect. I mean I know I know you do I do I'm sure you guys do. All of our closest friends are, are runners. Right. And, yep. and and what do we like to do? We like to nerd out about running. Yep. Yep. Um, to see the younger generation finding their own little nerd running friends, it it warms all of our nerd running hearts. Uh, and and that was that was really cool to see, uh, you know, not just from the Wisconsin connection, but they, you know, the girls had made friends with, with a lot of different people from all over the country. Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> that team from Rhode Island took a shine to them. I went okay, fine. 
Point boys, obviously, but also like all over. Like the girls were just embracing the social aspect of our sport. Yeah, which I mean, is really one of the the whole idea of you know with us and running, you know, especially now that we're kind of on the probably the second half of our running careers, is is the community aspect. Is right. is having that ability to you know maybe go for a run with a friend and have a great conversation, or maybe go for a run with a friend and not say a word, but just know that that person is there, whether it's supporting you or pushing you. That's what's cool about our sport, is it happens for life. And yeah, I mean, whether it was uh, Rich having uh, his buddy out there for us to hang out with, and then uh, uh, my friend Connor, you know, you, know, you guys know him, assistant coach over at Northwestern, he was out there and get to go out and hang out with him, like, and to, for the girls then to, to start developing that as well. Like, because, I don't know, it's just, it's exciting to see that. You start thinking, like, long-term what that means and what it meant, it's meant for us to have those kinds of connections. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It was it was awesome. Um, the race was cool too. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. I was mainly focused on the race, but <laughs> and I still am. But it was um, it was it was hard not to uh, see like, and also for the girls to see like those those top national programs like your top fives to see like Niwot and um, to see uh, you know uh, Newberry Park and like they're just teenagers too. Yeah. Uh, the, the walls Saratoga are, Springs. Yeah, the, the walls Kinetic, are not they're, they're, they're all, turns out, they're all just knucklehead teenagers. And to be able to come back, and I've, I've been able to hang out and talk with a lot of Wisconsin coaches have been asking us about, like, the girls' experience, and I'm like, yeah, why can't we think at that level? Yeah. You know, why can't we, like, like, there's, there's, like, I remember he and I used to, when we first started up, like, yeah, I love how you joke about it, like, wouldn't it be cool if we just, like, got to stay with a team? <laughs> and just to, to normalize, like, yeah, big goals are achievable. Um, and beyond just the, the happy to be there piece and uh, you know, to have conversations about, you know, really, really big things can be a normal conversation and not something to be frightened of and, and afraid of. Uh, hard for, I mean, I'll openly be honest, hard for me to come to terms with that because I was not a successful runner. I was somebody who just wasted it and didn't take it seriously in my own day. And, and as a young coach, uh, <laughs> had a lot of success early on, which kind of clouded my view of what success is. And now, like, to be able to normalize it is, is important uh, for them so they don't feel intimidated. And more importantly, if, if, if they live in that world of, like, I could do it, you know, whatever that it is, you know, from the craziness of thinking about, like, you know, national championships versus, you know, just qualifying for state, whatever that is, um, to never feel disappointed by a failure to achieve it. And instead of just seeing it as, why not think about it as it could happen? Um, and just talk about that as if we're talking about a long run. I like that a lot because now when we we talk about NXN, they don't start going, ah, you know, and getting all jittery. Uh, they can start talking about, yeah, that auditorium is really cool. You know, the, the Stanford Auditorium is pretty neat in the Tiger Woods building, and you know, they and, and we are gonna stay away from, you know, like all the nerves and everything, and we are gonna have a lot of fun on that track in the woods. Oh man, did we nerd oh, out on that? Man. Okay, I'll admit this. Okay. So I did not like the whole noise of it all. Like I was just. Again, thinking about race and thinking about like all. He's a lot more serious about this stuff than I am. Like I get, I was starting to get the feels a little bit, and he was a little, he was way more dialed in than I was. And, but then we get to the the, then, the track in the woods, and I'm like, oh gosh, you know. Like, <laughs> well, okay, so so you know. Oh, oh yeah, the scene, yeah. You got to set it. So. <laughs> no, he's right. Cause, set the table. So you know, he's got kids. I've got kids. You've got a kid. You've got a. You got nieces and nephews. Nieces. Nieces exclusively. Yeah. Yep. Guinea, guinea pigs. Yeah. Yep. And guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. So, so no kids that we know of. So yeah. first of all, we're we're running around the Nike campus and yeah, this uh, is Rich Jerome and I. Uh, we're trying to find it. And and the track. The we're track. Trying to find the track. 
and then we, we're getting lost. And, and we get lost, and we come into the woods. Wait, wait, you had to pull up the. I, mean, I had the. I had the GP. Yeah, let's not talk. About that. <laughs> so I get. So we get into the woods. <laughs> we're just gonna gloss over that. We're gonna get into the woods. We get into the woods. We're like, I think we think it's this way, and we see the. We can kind of see the, the, the lights. The lights, and it's you know 7:30 on a on a Thursday night, and it's kind of cool for 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 Oregon probably. And we come across this track club that is youth on track club. Youth track club of like all of these young kids. Oh, there's kids running, my kids' age out there racing up to like eighth grade. I would yeah. say. and and you know, this is three dads who love running, and all of a sudden we are like we're at the you know we have the one end of the pendulum where we're you know at NXN you know, holy crap. And then we just come back to seeing like dozens of these little kids with their families and these and these high end Nike athletes as coaches, uh, just running and just loving it. And it's just like, oh my god, this this is perfect. You know, this is exactly what we want our kids to one day do and hope and and um, you know that they have that same love and enjoy. And then my favorite part about this story is one of our. Uh, one of our friends, Jerome, that came with us. All right, if anybody's listening to this podcast, you're probably either been to a bonfire at Jerome Michon's house or you're related to him. That guy's like friends with all or of Or he's called you, you know, in the middle of dinner asking for workout <laughs> suggestions. And so Jerome is the kindest, most enthusiastic, genuine, good person you'll ever meet. And so here he is in his element with kids running on a track, just encouraging just them. Just coaching them up. Just <laughs> and just genuinely go positively step reinforcing. Step over the ankle. Yeah, and of course he's the giving them form. I'm like, dude. The whole thing, the whole shebang. It was great. <laughs> and and just, I was like, Jerome, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> and just watching him and just stepping back going, I get to work with that guy. Like, I get to work with somebody that uh, positively engaged with our sport. Because I'm, I'm the little, you know, data, you know, obsessive, preparing and working with Jerome and in that moment just brings the fun out of me. Um, and, and, and Rich just going like, I can't keep up with those kids. And I'm like, no, you can't. No, but, <laughs> not even a little bit. I knew my role. And, uh, <laughs> That's why I went the other way. <laughs> just, and I, yeah, Rich, you said it well, like the whole, the two ends of the extreme, like the beginnings, these little kids yeah. uh, and all abilities in this track club, kids that were just smoking it. I was like, my gosh, that kid's like, he's already, seriously fast he's already got the 180 steps. I was counting. Um, he's, he's already got the, the snapback. Uh, he's, there's, there's no heel strike there. He's already got the upper body carriage. His, his pelvic position was good. I'm just like, you gotta be kidding. And then there's these other kids. His just, parents were probably all Americans for, you know, for University of No, American. genetics have nothing to do with this. But, <laughs> right. And there's, there's other kids that are just the, the knee and elbow show, just flailing. And I'm like, I love that all of this, you know, is going on at the same time while we're, like, engaging with, like, a national championships weekend. I'm like, that's what running is. The gregariousness of it, the, the, the openness of it, all in one weekend for us, we're like, how do we not love what we do? But the, like, and the crazy part about the track was, like, this is the track where a lot of these high-end Olympic athletes come, you know. Oh, let's be honest. Guns. We've watched a lot of videos of that track. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yeah. I mean, and the most recent, come on. Like, that, 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 and, that, oh. and it's open to everybody. Everybody. And, and, like, that's where these, like, young kids come and, like, how many, you know, American record workouts have been run on yeah, While we're on the track, like, you know, Mohammed is hanging out with our team. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. sure. Like, this is, like, yeah. like I mean, it's just the whole picture of it all. Um, there's always that little bit of me. It's still that little kid going, I don't deserve what I get to do. And that little kid was screaming at me in that moment. Um, and then Jerome was that little kid for all of us. <laughs> right. 
Awesome. Totally recommend it. Oh, yeah, okay. Two okay. thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. Yeah. Five oh, stars. and the food trucks. Oh, yeah. Woo! If there's a reason to go to Portland besides NXN, food trucks. Food trucks. Food trucks. I got this curry dish. I don't know what it was, but it was curry. And I, I love getting curry. salmon nachos. I can't believe that was ridiculously. That was when I was out with Connor. Like, yeah, that was so good. Uh, you can go ahead and beef close mine, you <laughs> fool. Salmon bigot. Uh, I'm an anti. Salmon guy, I don't know. <laughs> oh, was, uh, but yeah, those. Oh, that curry you got was a the curry. Yeah, the curry. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, we could go. We could do another ninety minutes on, on just everything, just on how it was. You know, we get to go out. You know, with some oh. of our closest friends and our colleagues, and, and you know these amazing kids. And you know, I got to share that experience with my twin sister, and just to see them compete at that next level and see them walk off the course, uh, not necessarily content, but happy. And, and understanding the difference between the two, you know, and then and then just the that Nike puts on a great show, like they're good at what they do, uh, kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then just the time that we got because we are just basically as coaches, we're out there, you know, by ourselves hanging out, so we get to just hang out and trust that the the kids are going to handle themselves because you know you know can't be anywhere near that and. Uh, and have the, the moms that were kind of, you know, chaperoning for them. You and were just... definitely fans, WIAA. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Good Lord, man. Uh, but no, like, because I'm not, like, during the season, I, there's a reason I can't, like, I, and Thomas can attest to this, I am way too micromanaging involved. It's something I got to keep on working on as a coach. And so, like, me as a college coach, I'd have a mutiny. Um, but to have to, me to be have to be so far back was really really hard because um, mm-hmm. that's not my style. But I got to do that with you know Matt, Jerome, and Rich. You handled and, it well. You did well. And it was great because then we got Matt uh, all set there, our, our young bug gopher coach, and we're we're helping him grow up. He's and, getting there. Oh man, when he he tried to the the birthday thing that he tried to prank me on, like he thought like this young guy's trying to prank you know the older coach. And so we're at this really nice... We go to this really like, nice... Peruvian restaurant? Peruvian steakhouse. Oh, dude, the food was good. It yeah. was incredible. And so Matt's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prank CJ. Because I, 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 I mess with him a little bit. No. And so Matt like got the wait staff. Like, just, we're going to pretend it's CJ's birthday. Go up and here's, here's you know, get him this dessert. And so they bring this, like, this craft made from scratch ice cream and, like, sort of, like, pastry that goes was, with it. It was and incredible. So, like... He's like, this is his prank. He's like recording me. Yeah, he's recording. I'm like, so, what you, this is why we don't have nice things. So I look at Matt. I'm like, wait, is this you pranking me? You got to prank me all the time. <laughs> Thank you. And so Thank I, you. I took one bite of the ice cream. I'm like, oh, he got me. <laughs> and Matt's just like, dude, this didn't work out the way I wanted. He's, he's like steaming mad. And, I'm look, and he looks at me and I'm just like, no. What is wrong with well, you? Well, just, we have that time to get to know one another. Matt's learning. I don't have shame. Like, that's invaluable as a coaching staff to have that time where we can just hang out and not have the responsibility of, like, tasks and, and responsibility. We just be each other uh, and teach Matt how to pump gas. No. <laughs> I won't tell. That's... <laughs> I'm going to draw the line. <laughs> don't worry, Matt. I believe in you. Yeah. But then to, to just any time you're around Jerome, you know, hanging out with Rich, uh, Rich's family with his dad and sister coming out, um, those layers are just, you don't replace that. Uh, and we, we can't do that on a whim. So we could use NXN as an excuse to just basically have a vacation uh, with, with with the most amazing sport we can possibly ever be engaged in. Vacation, running vacation. Best vacation ever. <laughs> oh, just, just awesome. Awesome. Thanks a lot for sitting down. Yeah. Congratulations again. As a fan of the sport, I'm super excited to 
hear the stories, to think about where you've been, and think about the future and kind of what's going to be there for next year and what's to come. Um, and also thanks for kind of pushing our state, uh, thinking about what we can do instead of limiting what our dreams can be. No, oh, they've been pushing us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, goodness. Like, it's, it's, that's what's great is, like, the, the rising tide lifting all boats kind of mentality. Yep. Like, we're just, like, we're all getting better. Uh, and you look at how we're doing at the national levels and track as well. Like, it's just been amazing. Maybe one of these podcasts we'll get to Brightbox uh, Milk Chug Contest. That's all the time we got today. (laughs) (laughs) All right.